0: Is actually, you are a real runner, with Jacqueline Riccio. All right, it's just me today. So excited to be back! Today, we're going to talk about how to come back from injury. Uh, I shared a little bit about this on my Instagram. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I really hurt my knee, and it's been a long time since it's been hurting. There was no like one day it just started hurting. It's like. It had been hurting for a while. and I know that I kind of ignored the pain, like it didn't really it didn't really change anything in life for me. It was just like, oh man, my knee hurts, but I'm doing so many other things. like so I never took the time to deal with it, which is sad, but also just it is what it is. Um and I think back to the podcast I did with Corin, um you can scroll back and uh, we talked about body awareness, and she talks about pain as, something like it it starts as a whisper and your body's like hey this thing you're ignoring this thing you're annoying and it gets louder and louder until you cannot ignore it anymore and that's really kind of like what happened um actually when Paul got hurt that was the signal to me like hey Jacqueline you need to do this thing you're not taking care of your body um in all aspects you have to do this thing you have to get better your knee needs to get better so That, like, if there is something on your body that has been hurting and you've been ignoring it, I really want you to, you know, think about if you, if you let this go on too long, what is that going to feel like when you are 50, 60, 70, 80? And right. So for me, there was problems with my knee. And so that really affected the way that I was standing. Um, I would stand straight on my left leg and my right knee would always be bent. So if you look at photos of me, it's not like I'm trying to do like this sexy modeling pose. It literally just, my knee just hurt to the point that I couldn't keep it straight. Um, Running didn't really affect it. Like it didn't hurt more when I ran or I didn't run. It just was like kind of a chronic pain all the time. But running definitely was the cause of it. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, But running was the cause of it. And so I really had to like figure out what to do for my knee to get better. And I'm glad that I did because when I went to go get help, they were like, they asked if I had pain in anywhere else in my body. And I was like, I don't. And that surprised them that I didn't have like lower back pain, um, hip issues. But really like had I continued on with this you know, repeating this action, this small action for 20, 30, 40 years, my body definitely would have been in pain. So, so glad that I reached out for help. Um, I really, one of the biggest things that I had to overcome was this idea that I can't spend money on myself. I still have this, like, I still had this weird thing of like, no, I spend money on other people or I spend money for these things, but I don't spend money on myself, um, which is just like, a childhood belief so something passed on to me from my mom about like we don't spend money on ourselves we're just simple we don't like we don't do anything lavish and so I kept viewing getting help for my knee as something lavish when really it was like no this is like basic this is like ba- basic health care so uh Paul getting hurt was really the trigger for me to be like you have to take care of your body and so I went in for physical therapy um and at first I was like, I don't know if this is helping, but I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna trust them and trust the process. And so with that, that's the biggest thing too, is that a lot of times people will start something and they'll be like, Well, a weekend is not helping, two weeks in it's not helping, three weeks in it's not helping. It took almost two months of doing these exercises for um, progress to actually start happening and so one of the things that I'm able to do and it sounds so small But that's why like this is so important if you're on like a food journey or a runny journey or a weight loss journey or whatever that it took me like two months to be able to straighten my knee without it hurting to straighten my knee without having um, And a sleeve or a brace or anything on my knee uh, like two months to keep my knee straight um, through all of those Exercises those like short ten minutes a day exercises, or if I went to physical therapy for like an hour a day. So, a couple of things. One, we're gonna go with the three S's. So, you definitely want to reach out to um, someone professional that can help you. So, that might mean physical therapy. That might mean reaching out to a personal trainer. And I would definitely check in with. I'm gonna put a couple links to some people that I think are amazing and can help you, um, Alex. Corin, Erica, amazing people. I put links to them in the show notes, but like reach out for professional help. And so then the three S's, usually you need to slow down. Like for me running, um, going at a million miles an hour and trying to do like high mileage when I was recovering. Um, when my, I was working on recovering my knee was not something that I needed to do. Um, so slowing down not doing as much but being consistent with like the exercises so slowing down those 10 exercises being consistent with them the next thing is strengthen like what I found was I spent so much time with cardio um, that, my body was not strong enough to be doing the things that I was trying to force it to do. So I really had to strengthen it. That meant, um, working on things with my quads, um, uh, single lunges, uh, squats, um, working on things with my glutes, working on my calves, my ankles. So it was really like all of this stuff that had nothing to do with my knee, but really working on strengthening those things. And then the last three, the last thing stretching, Um, stretching is definitely something that I've neglected at times. I'll be like, oh, you know, I stretch for like three minutes after a run or, oh, I went to yoga once a week. Um, But like actually stretching after a run, making sure that I'm, you know, taking care of my body, just put a shit ton of stress on my body, making sure that I'm stretching um, was something that I definitely neglected to do. So, if you are injured right now, again, definitely reach out to a professional. If you have uh, Athleticos in your area, and I'm sure a lot of other physical therapy spots, um, they do free intakes, free assessments. Um, they'll give you the exercises for free. Um, for me, it was. No, I need to come in and see someone because that was the other thing too, is that when I would do the exercises, I would feel a little bit of pain and I was like, oh my gosh, like am I hurting it more or am I making it better? And so that was like, like for me, I would stop doing the exercises on my own, but me committing and having an appointment and putting the money down and going to see a professional that like I was under someone's care, someone that knew what they were doing having someone, you know, if I said like, hey, this hurts them telling me like to slow down or to like do something different, or maybe I needed to adjust how I was doing it. maybe my form wasn't right. That's why I think it's just so important to (laughs) seek out help from someone who has done this before and knows what they're doing and helps, you know, tons of people with the same thing. But yeah, like It's so crazy because now it's like, I can walk around, I can do things. And I'm just glad that I took the time to invest in myself and invest in my body because I want my body to be able to be standing up straight in when I'm 70, 80, 90 years old. I think a lot of times we Only think about exercise as a way to make our body smaller. And again, there's nothing wrong with having a weight loss goal, but thinking about how is my body going to be standing up when I'm 80 years old? Corinne says, like, how are you going to be able to squat down on the toilet if you do not have strength in your quads? Like, what are you doing now to prepare yourself when you're 80 years old and you don't want to be in a nursing home because you can't, like, sit on a toilet by yourself and you need that assistance? Like, do those things now in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s so that your body is strong later on and now. Like... Like I needed these things now, obviously it wasn't just for me being 80. It was like doing these things for myself now so that I can, you know, run so that I can stand up straight so that I can enjoy life so that I can remain injury free so that I can increase mileage and train for another race. So uh, yeah, definitely check the links in the show notes, guys. This is important. Your body is the only body that you have. Take care of it. Do kind things for it. Slow down, strengthen it and stretch. All right, guys, take care. Quick heads up, just started a new Facebook group. It's called Imperfect Eating. Crazy, right? So in that group, we are going to be talking about all of the different things that happen with eating that's not just revolved around calorie counting or Whole 30 or macros or carb cycling. So we like have these like real problems with uh, food and with life uh, such as pressured eating, emotional eating, stress eating, holiday eating, clean plate club, all of these things, right? Like these are problems we start eating for reasons that have to do, that don't have to do with hunger. We eat beyond fullness, right? And then we gain weight. And then the solution, the treatment we try to do is a diet, is like a whole 30. Like, okay, cool. I gain weight. I need to lose weight. So I'm going to do this diet, this external thing. But it's like really like we have to go back to well, why did we gain weight, right? For myself, it was like, well, I was stress eating. I didn't understand what foods were good for my body. I didn't know anything about macronutrients. I didn't know anything about vegetables and protein, right? So I'm stress eating, don't know anything about nutrition, Um, eating beyond fullness, um, saying F it on weekends. So like those are like the actual issues that we have to address so that you can like maintain the way that you're eating for life. So that there aren't these big fluctuations, these big extremes. Um, you might, if you're like, trying to get to 16% body fat and you're at like 20% body fat maybe like if aesthetics is your only goal then maybe you should be counting macros or calories or whatever carb cycling but for the general population we're struggling with stress eating, emotional eating, eating beyond fullness, the clean plate club, um, eating because our friend—we don't want to make our friend feel bad. Eating because we don't want to make our grandma feel bad, right? Like those are the things that we we eat beyond our fullness. So those are the topics that we're going to be addressing in the Facebook group, Imperfect Eating. It's completely free. Click the link in the show notes. I'm really excited to get started with this. Um, I've already gotten. An, like amazing feedback about uh what we talked about last week we talked about pressured eating and we talked about eating while on vacation which is huge you should be able to go on vacation and eat all right guys i cannot wait to see you in the facebook group imperfect eating talk soon